Hello, everyone. This is Aurus Sanchez with my co-host, Aliza Abramson. And today, we're actually going to answer someone's question, someone's question that I got on Instagram, where they basically want to find out how can they get phone numbers? Like, let's say, let's say that you work in sales and you have to go out there and get phone numbers from strangers. What are the best communication techniques you can use to get that done? Now, the one who's had the most expertise and experience on this is my co-host, Aliza, right here. Aliza, can you please tell us the psychology, right, that you've had to use to get phone numbers from strangers in your previous jobs? And maybe you can even speak about uh, the psychology of other things you, you, have to, uh, you have been able to get from strangers. And why is that so easy or why is that so hard, please? Um, okay. So I'm going to go a little bit more from the sales perspective. I actually had to do this a lot in past jobs where I would have to go to events or out on the street or to parks or whatever and just get people to give me their numbers, um, sign up with me and give me lots of money, right? Hmm. Um, which is, it seems like a daunting task when you kind of think about it, like, how am I going to convince these people to just give me money, right? So there's a couple of things that I would say to keep in mind. Um, first of all, you have it. A lot of it depends on if you're a service industry or a product industry. If you're a service industry, then chances are you can give away free things, right? Now, this is a great tactic to use when you're going in sales. And what I used to do is like, let's say I had to go out into the street one random day. Okay. I also, I'm sorry to cut you off. I think we should we should ro- role play this for the audience. Oh, okay. Is, is that okay? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Okay, so continue. Um, okay, so what I would do is I would go up to someone and say, like, hi, you always introduce yourself, be friendly, be nice, but don't be creepy. That's really important not to be creepy. Um, and what I said is, like, listen, my boss gave me only five of these passes today, but I have to get them out today. And basically, it gives you, like, a free half-hour session or a free something. Um, do you mind if I give it to you? Who's going to say no to free? And then what you do is like, okay, the only thing that I need is I'm going to need to take down your number. Um, but yeah. And what you can also do is you can actually book them in right there with that if you're good enough. So like, let's say um, I meet Aurus on the street, right? Okay. Okay, so. Hi, my name is Elisa. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Oh, it's nice to meet you. Are you enjoying the weather today? Yeah, it's very nice. It's a little, I mean, it's a little bit too hot, but you know, for my taste, you know, I'm, 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 from, I'm from Toronto. Stuff like that. Really? My parents are from Toronto. That's so cool. Oh, what part? Uh, okay, so my mom is from central Toronto, and then my dad's actually from a little bit further north. Okay, it's really cool. It's yeah. a small world. Yeah. Um, but the reason I actually approached you today is because, basically, I work um, down the street over there, and mm-hmm. my boss gave me five passes today, actually, to go and give anyone, like, a free half-hour session there. Um, and I've been giving them out, um, and you seem like a really cool guy, so I want to know, can I give it to you? Um, what is this for? So, it's for uh, martial arts classes. Oh, well, I'm not really too interested in that. Oh, no? What do no. you do for fitness? Well, I do, uh, like, a lot of push-ups. I run and play a lot of basketball and stuff. Oh, that's very cool. You know, actually, um, a lot of the skills that you use in basketball, you use um, in martial arts as well. So, you know what actually would be cool is, um, what I'm giving you is, like, a free half-hour session, right? But because it's one-on-one, you can kind of determine what you want to work on. So, like, let's say you want to work on footwork that's going to help you with basketball. We can do that for you if you want to work on uh, mm-hmm. some techniques to build up some muscle so that you will be able to have better shots, better athletics there. Uh, we can help you with that. Um, oh. Would you be interested in that? Okay, I mean, okay, I'll try it out. Okay. Yes, I, I, I 
I guess I can. Cool. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you this pass. Okay. Um, the only thing is, is I need to take down your number so that I can give you a call and get it all set up. Is that okay? Yeah, no problem. Yeah? Okay, yeah. cool. And then you write down his number. But you notice how it was all just like super chill. You go with the flow. When people give you an obstacle, like he said over there, like, ah, I'm not too interested in that. Find a common ground. Find something that they are interested in that you can apply for. Um, so that would be one technique that I would use if you are in the service industry. What do you think? So I think that's a great idea. I mean, it's a, it's a great plan because what you're actually doing is like you're planting a seed. Mm-hmm. You're planting the seed of like, yes, you, hey, I, w- I want to give out this free pass. And also what, what I love is you're being so authentic. Mm-hmm. You, it's not like you're trying to be like salesy or like a snake. And you're like, hey, how are you? Because when you put on that hat or that voice of like a salesperson or saleswoman, mm-hmm. right? And because people don't. People hate those types of people who really try to sell them. Yeah. Hey, come on, it's gonna help you. You know, it'll cure your, it'll cure your cancer. Mm-hmm. This and that. You do a lot of fake promises, but I love it because you were so authentic. You're like, listen, I need to get rid of these things. My boss gave it to me. Can I give it to you, please? And you, you even give them a compliment on like their vibe, on like mm-hmm. their energy. Like you, you seem like a very decent person. Can I just give it to you? It's half an hour for free. You can check it out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you're being authentic. You're planting a seed. And now, tell me if I'm wrong. I'll, when you're planting a seed, a lot of times when you do a sell, well, you're not really selling anything. You only want a phone number in this case, so it's much much easier to get it. But a lot of times I've seen that when people are really truly trying to sell something, right? They want it. They want to sell at the moment. Mm. But many times you're not going to get the sell at the moment. Mm-hmm. But if you plant the seed, like in this case, your seed was, hey, here's a 30-minute pass. All you want is the phone number. So in this case, it's easier. But if it was, this was a something different, you plant the seed in their head. And you probably keep reminding them with reminders. And then later on, eventually, with, in, with, with no pressure, you can get the sale. But I do think I love this, what you said. You said this was for the service industry. Mm-hmm. Now, what if, it's, what, what if it was a product industry? So if it's more of a product industry, um, there's a couple of things that I would say. I would say, first of all, own the fact that you're selling something. Own it. You don't need to be ashamed of it. You don't like you're not sitting there like when you walk up to someone, and you try to sell them insurance. You're not pretending that you're not trying to sell them insurance. Right. And they're not sitting there and pretending that they don't know that you're selling them insurance. Like there's no like hidden thing going on over. There. They know what's going on. So what you do is when you're selling a product, be super straight up about it. Tell them what you're doing and then actually handle their objections. So like, let's say I come up to someone and I'm okay. like trying to sell them something and then they're like, yeah, but like all of these things are ripoffs and everything like that. Don't tell them that they're not. Don't try to like take whatever preconceived notion they have in their head and rip it apart or anything like that. Show them a different benefit. Distract a little bit. Like let's say someone says like, um, okay, let's say I'm trying to sell a water bottle, right? Okay. And people will say like, yeah, but like, plastic is bad for the environment no you could say like you're right plastic is really bad for the environment but you know what's worse for the environment throwing out tons of plastic bottles over time so with this you only get one plastic bottle so it's like kind of the lesser of two evils you know Mm -hmm. and it's kind of hard when you're trying to do things better you don't want to jump and take like a huge step forward you want to take baby steps so this is kind of like a baby step you could take so you see how i'm not denying what the person is saying that plastic is bad for the environment yeah, plastic is bad for the environment. Never lie to them about your product. Don't. Tell them the truth. Explain the product. Explain why they should get it. Um, that's the first thing. But I also would want to. Um, mm-hmm. I would also want to mention that um, a lot of sales is just remembering that 
You're just having a conversation with the person. That's it. You're just going up to someone and you're just talking to them. Yeah, some people are going to reject you and be mad or things like that. I always used to tell myself like, okay, they're rejecting an opportunity for joy in their lives. I was just the conduit to give them that joy. That's what I used to tell myself. Um, but yeah, own it. Just go in, talk to people. Um, don't be pressured when people like say no or things like that. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. That's what I would say for a product versus a service. Um, what about you? It's interesting. Uh, you mentioned a couple of things that I really... It applies for sales, but it applies for other things too. That you're not denying what they're saying. You're actually reiterating mm-hmm. and assuring them that they're actually correct on their, on their viewpoints. There was a, a book I read once called uh, Getting Past No, and they mentioned an example of Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. The reason he was able to win so many debates, even though this podcast is not about debates, this episode, but he was able to win so much because when he would debate someone, he, for the first like the beginning and middle of his argument was agreeing with the with the other party mm-hmm. and they're like what what is he doing he's agreeing with everything i'm saying at the end he would agree 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 and then at the end he would prove his own point or he would bring up what his views or his way of thinking into the conversation mm-hmm. so i love what you said don't lie about your product tell them the truth tell them the benefits and maybe if it has a couple flaws or some flaws tell them the truth because people are not stupid people have, have a gut feeling and if they merely feel that snaky mm-hmm. snakes a snake of uh, dishonest feeling you're gonna lose the sale and maybe even more because then they'll tell the people don't go with this person so i love the fact that you're doing that and you're right it's, all, it's only a conversation when you're like doing a sales or you're meeting someone for the first time networking or you're dating someone and you're having a conversation on the first date or like big moments like this right or conversations like this we put so much pressure that we need to get to a certain point mm-hmm. and i get it i've had it myself where i i need to sell this or i need to get to this point or i need to have this conversation and and, and it's like we're, we're being very impatient mm-hmm. everyone goes through it but you're right it's just a conversation and if you don't have expectations mm-hmm. like if you don't have expectations like you know something whatever happens whatever happens most likely you'll sell more or you'll have more success in your conversations. What what do you think? A hundred percent. The less pressure and the less stress you project in that conversation, the less the other person feels. So like if you come in and you're confident and you're cool, collected, everything like that, the other person is going to also feel that and they'll be put a a sense of ease as well. Um, The other thing that I would mention as well is that with sales and just like getting phone numbers and things like that, it's not so much the conversation that's difficult. It's the opening, like how to create an opening with someone that's not going to make them be like, okay, you know, like that feeling like when someone Mm -hmm. like is like, what does this person want? So there are four steps to selling that you can use to help this. The first one is the reason, right? When you go up to someone don't try to hide the reason why you're there. It's really important because when you state the reason why you're speaking to someone, people can evaluate and they can respond other than the just the okay. They'll either give you their objections or they'll be really open to it. When they're really open to it, that's super easy to close. But when they're, um, they have objections, at least now you know something concrete you can work with rather than just like the teenage answer of just like, okay, mm-hmm. that type of thing. You never want that. So it's about creating that first um, th- that first interaction. Um, so I always just really like the super straight up, just like, hey, my name's this, this is what I'm doing, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I've seen another technique that also works really, really well is um, you get kind of like um, 
a uh, spinning wheel, right? And this spinning wheel has like lots of random little prizes on it. Mm. And you go over to people and like, hey, did you get a chance to spin the wheel yet? And they're like, what? Spin the wheel? What are you talking about? And like, come over, you spin the wheel, you're going to win something. And they're like, oh, how much does it cost? He's like, it's free. And they'll win something, whatever you can give away for free. Like, let's say it's like a 10 minute demo, a 10 minute something or a free t-shirt. I don't know, whatever it is that your company can sell for free or like give away for free because every company has giveaways you put on there but what you also do is you collect their numbers then because they won prizes right but you don't have the prizes with you i'll give you the prize let me just take down your number and we can get it all set up things like that so that's another technique that a lot of people use if you're not so confident in terms of just talking to people have kind of a tool that you can use like oh did you get this or oh did you try this or you can do like a little game um if you have a partner get someone to kind of build up a crowd around you Mm -hmm. because people are attracted to crowds so they'll kind of be like oh what's going on and they'll come and they'll see and then they'll also want to be a part of it um those are some of the techniques i would use and one last question in your opinion and what you've seen do you think it matters the types of gifts that they're giving away like should it be like on the cheaper side should it be a little bit more expensive more interesting like does that matter like what the gifts are or people just like things that are free um i think for the most part people like things that are free um don't give things that look incredibly like bad Mm. um try to go for maybe like a middle ground like you could give like even a water bottle if it's a hot day people want water bottles if you have it with a logo and your number on it, that's awesome. You can give away that. Um, bracelets, people like. People like anything. I like having the idea of a prize that they have to come into your office to receive. Mm-hmm. Because like you were saying before, it's about planting seeds. With this type of things, you're not trying to close the deal totally that first time that you meet them. You're setting up that relationship. It's an initial meeting, right? So the first time that you speak with them, you just want them to get another step closer. You get their phone number. Get them to a way to get into your door. Then they're in your door. Then you get them more invested in you, right? And then you go for the close from the sale. You don't do it before that because before that you're just, you're either going to get a small deal or you're going to get a weird person that just throws their money everywhere where chances are they don't have the money to throw away. So you're going to run into f- problems in the future. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to get people that are going to cancel their deals with you very very uh, quickly so you're you're you have a better shot with people that are um that are a little bit more cautious so when people are more cautious and they give you objections those are good customers those are people that are logical and as long as you can get them on your side they'll stick with you wow guys everyone's listening i hope this was a very informative episode where you learned like not only did you learn in this episode like how to get phone numbers from strangers mm-hmm. if you're if you're selling you know either a product or 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 a service right mm-hmm. but you've learned other types of psychology on how to bring in a crowd mm-hmm. giving free stuff away conversational techniques and theories that you can use and sell in other conversations um but yeah do you have any last words good luck guys all right guys thank you guys so much and of course till next time 